Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks at jrco underscore bucks at d harrison 82 and at bucks underscore nation would like to welcome back all of our returning listeners as well as all of our new listeners if you have the opportunity please subscribe to the podcast and if you feel so inclined we really appreciate those five-star reviews help other buccaneers fans find us david it's great to be back i missed a couple of days appreciate you cover covering for me uh but excited to talk about some interesting buccaneers news rumors however you want to however you want to phrase it yeah welcome back james i actually kind of uh, forgot there for a minute that i had a co-host but that's okay well you're, you're back now and that's all that matters to me is it i would never miss two episodes in a row you know what i mean i definitely not last week or the week prior to that so I, I would never do to you what you did to me but that's okay you're back now that's what matters we're gonna wrap up the week together and so everything is copacetic and we're happy and today we're going to talk about tom brady extension conversations conversations shaquille barrett contract conversations james you're going to answer Yousef's would you rather from wednesday and we're going to field a new question from a member of bucks nation but first rob gronkowski had a pretty strong comment on his own fo- football future so we're going to open today's episode by hearing from gronk himself are you coming back to play football next year i know people assume you are and you, obviously two touchdowns <laughs> in the super bowl you were amazing just t- tell me are you coming back next year rob yeah Coming back to play football, Michael, man. I'm back, man. I had a great year last year, won the championship, and I'm hoping that we're going to have to make a fifth card. And now we're going to have to make another special edition card because we're going to have to add the fifth championship. So it's five championships on that card. But I will be back playing football, man. I love the game of football. I love playing last year. Had a great time. Won it all. Even if we didn't win it all, I'll tell you this, I was coming back to play football again this year because I had a blast last year, and uh, I love the game. I'm, I just started my training again. Actually, four days ago, I just started training, and uh, I took off three weeks. Let me tell you, I was a little bit sore uh, first day of training, but it bounced back like that, and I'm feeling good. I mean, I just got a massage this morning because I worked out four days in a row, just bounced right back, ready to train again, and I'm super excited already for the season next year and i will be back man did you feel not that you need you have anything to prove to anybody you're the the greatest ever at your position but did you feel vindicated when you just balled out in the super bowl and like you were the guy that everyone was talking obviously tom too but you were the guy man social media was blowing up like rob is going off did that feel good uh you know maybe if there were some critics out there during the year for you to go out there and score two touchdowns Yeah, man, it definitely felt good just to go out there and and help the team out. I mean, just look at the team that we had. We had just so much talent at every position. The guys were all great guys. And let me tell you, there was no one that was selfish on our team. And that's what helped us win a championship, man. When you got that much talent, you got to, everyone has to gel. And not everyone got as many passes as they would, you know, that they typically get, you know, just because we had so many, so much talent, not everyone got the amount of runs that they were good, but that's what made us great is that, you know, no one cared. Everyone just wanted to do what they needed to do. So look at, look at, look at the first playoff game we had. I didn't even catch a pass. 
like 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 who cares like i i did my job though so i was blocking everything i wasn't worried i knew my time would come you know if it was the second playoff game if it was the super bowl and everyone did their job throughout the whole playoffs everyone showed up when they needed to and that's what made us a great team that's what made us win a championship game yes i had the two touchdowns in the super bowl which was super dope but you don't win the game you don't win it all in just the super bowl it's a whole season long and everyone did their job and that's what made us special for sure big thank you to tmz.com tmz sports for the audio on that one rob gronkowski of course talking about wanting to be back wanting to come back and it doesn't surprise me at all we knew he you know got the itch again that's why he came out of retirement wanted to rejoin tom down in florida so this doesn't come as any surprise at all but what i really enjoyed about this interview david and and what rob was talking about was that there were no selfish guys there was no you know the all egos were pushed aside nobody cared about individual stats individual performances as long as the team was performing well and so far I think we're starting to see that trickle into the free agency, which we're going to get to in segment two. But you're seeing Levante David take less money than he probably could have, you know, help the Buccaneers spread out the, the signing bonus over some voidable years. We're, we're going to see it continue to trickle down, I think, for a lot of these players in terms of going from unselfish on the field to unselfish off. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when you have a quarterback in Tom Brady who is – uh, maybe top 15 in the league in quarterback pay and an average annual value. I mean, it, it makes it easier for everybody else to kind of get on board because you see the leader of your team, the quarterback of your team. And it, it helps a little bit, right, that he's won seven Super Bowls and he's considered the greatest quarterback of all time. Like if there's a guy who deserves to be on top of the pay, the pay scale, it's Tom Brady, but he's not. He never really has been. And, you know, uh, that conversation was going on on Twitter as Levante Dave took his deal and Tom Brady and then Dak Prescott re-signed for over 21% of Dallas Cowboys salary cap for this upcoming season. Uh, that conversation was going around on Twitter, and, and a lot of people kind of said, well, it's easy for him to do that when he's married to Giselle and she makes you even more money than he does. But you have to go back, and and I kind of referenced it, and, and four years before he and Giselle ever got married, Tom Brady took a, a significantly lower deal re-signing with the New England Patriots than even Peyton Manning did when he re-signed his deal with, with the Indianapolis Colts. So this isn't a new development. This isn't a post-married to a supermodel development. This is who Tom Brady is. It's who he was. He understands that Super Bowl winning quarterbacks make a lot of money, whether it comes in your NFL salary and base paycheck, or it comes in sponsorships and deals after you become the greatest of all time. And, and he's doing it right. And I mean, a lot of quarterbacks would be wise to follow that example, but a lot of them also aren't. And Hey, you, you do it the way you want to do it, but I'm, I'm a fan of the way Tom Brady does business because you see that trickle down to his teammates like Rob Gronkowski and Levante David. We're, we're certainly going to get into that a little bit more here in segment two, but you know, it, all the speculation now, Godwin's locked up, Levante's locked up all the speculation is at Shaq Barrett. What is he going to do? Well, if you have the opportunity to bet on where you think Shaq Barrett is going, we would recommend doing that with our friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality television. With real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
using promo code locked on. Again, promo code locked on, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar, and we've been telling you about Built Bar for a while, while now, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is amazing. It's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and it's the best tasting protein bar I have ever tasted covered in 100% chocolate on every bar that they sell. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's time for Built Bar Madness. We've been doing this all week, and today's matchup, James, is Churro Puff, who unseated the favorite apple almond crisp going up against cookies and cream I know my my pick in this matchup. Who do you got going into this matchup? Look, I, I'm excited to try the churro puff. I really, really am. Um, cookies and cream might be the best flavor they offer. And cookies and cream with the white chocolate is even more next level. I think this is a runaway. This is a complete blowout. This is the University of Illinois against Akron. Yeah, I mean, listen. No offense, Churro Puff. It sounds amazing, but it hasn't even been released yet, guys. So we haven't even seen Churro Puff actually enter the big leagues yet. We know what cooking cookies and cream brings. I made the same argument for Apple Almond Crisp, got defeated. But to me, this is like saying that Trevor Lawrence is going to outduel Tom Brady before Trevor Lawrence even enters the arena. I'm going cookies and cream. You can choose. You can vote over at BillBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember, when you go to BillBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON20. You get 20% off your next order. Again, that is locked on 20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, on the one-year anniversary of the NBA shutting down due to COVID, an NCAA team is forced out of the tournament due to a positive test. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. James, as we enter into segment two, the final episode of the week, you sent me a video, a conversation between two gentlemen who are pretty well known in this business, and you want to share that with our listeners. So why don't you go ahead and set the stage for what's about to happen? Yeah, one of them is somebody that we have played numerous times on this show. We've been fortunate enough to have him on this show. And that is, of course, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. The other is my media idol, Rich Eisen. I absolutely love Rich Eisen. I think he does a fantastic job on anything he touches. But Rich Eisen had Ian Rappaport on his show, and he steered the direction towards the Buccaneers talking about needing to restructure to free up some cap space and brought up the Tom Brady contract. And then they moved on to the Shaquille Barrett conversation, which is one that everybody is having. And I thought Ian Rappaport had a few interesting little thoughts, tidbits, nuggets regarding the conversations between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and edge rusher Shaquille Barrett. What about Shaq Barrett? Let's get into the Bucks because Jason Light's got a ton of free agents and they, they franchise Godwin. They get Levante David to a two-year. Barrett, is Barrett going to hit it with and stay with the Bucks or somebody else? What do you got for me there? With the I Bucks? think everybody hopes it's with the Bucks. I mean, other teams don't. They'd like to sign him. But right. everyone involved hopes it's with the Bucks. And, you know, he is a, he's a great player. He has found himself with Tampa Bay. So, like, you know, he's going to make a lot of money anyway, and the Bucks have some gymnastics to do to try to make it happen. But why would he want to leave, right? Like, if I was if I was a pass rusher and Todd Bowles' defense, one, I'd be a lot taller. But two, like, yes. I would never want to leave. 
You know, like he gets the most out of guys and he helps them be really productive. So I, I to me, I would be surprised if Shaq Barrett ended up leaving the box. That would be that would be a pretty surprising free agent development, I would say. And the maneuvering that you're saying that the, the Bucks need to do to, I guess, move things around, shift things around, does that involve Tom Brady getting extended? What do you got for me on that? Yeah, I think I- yeah, I think that's something that's been in the works the last couple of days. You know, it probably ends up as a one-year extension. Trade cap space, a little more guarantee, um, give them some room this year. And, like, you know, I think anybody who watched Brady sees a player who <laughs> does not somehow appear to be on the downside. Um, so if he's sticking around at least definitely next year, which I think obviously he is, and maybe the year after, which seems probably the case too, then – Locking him in for another year and giving yourself cap, cap room makes a lot of sense. And then uh, do you take that money and give it to Godwin? Because uh, both Jason Light, when he was on this show, and Bruce Arians said uh, that they, they feel that they can keep everybody that they need to keep. Who's yeah. on the list of the need to keep, do you think, uh, from the 20-some-odd unrestricted? Gronk is one of them, huh? Yeah, I, think, I mean, he, I know he's coming back. They would like him back. Um, you know, I, I will see what the actual salary ends up being. I don't think he's going to come back for, like, a dollar. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's willing to take a pay cut from last year. Like, I find that hard to believe. So we'll see what the actual number is. You know, and then, the, and then you have Antonio Brown, um, who wants to be back with the Bucks. They want him back. Brady wants him back. What's that number going to be? You know, it's net. Is you know, as as we've learned and we've talked about, it's never going to be as high as you think, especially in this ridiculous year. So, what does he end up being willing to accept to play with Tom Brady again? Like, I think that's, I think that's a legitimate question, um, and his market's going to be fascinating too. All right, James. Once again, that was Rich Eisen and Ian Rapport talking about the future of of many Buccaneers. But we'll start with the beginning there, Shaquille Barrett, and I kind of agree with what Ian said, because, I mean, Shaquille Baird has said it himself, is, you know, he's always played in a 3-4 scheme. He's always wanted to play in 3-4 scheme, but he's never played in a 3-4 like Todd Bowles runs a 3-4. He's having a ton of fun, a ton of success. Why would you want to leave that? And, I mean, you heard it from Shaq himself after the Super Bowl press conferences, boat parades, he's coming back, he wants to come back, all that stuff. And then you hear a couple days later, well, you know, maybe it's time to break the bank. That's agent talk. And, and that's kind of the, the question that we really have with Shaquille Baird is, is he going to kind of follow his heart, what he wants to do, what makes him happiest, make some money at the same time, but also have success in his career? Or is he going to listen to his agents who are going to help push him out and try to get him as much money as possible, try to convince him, you make the success. You like kind of like what we talked about, Tom Brady, you are the scheme. The scheme is not you. That can happen, guys. I mean, that can happen to people. So we'll see kind of how Shaq approaches this thing. You already heard Rob say he was going to come back. Uh, came in this year. I think, what did he make, James? I think he made about $8 million this year. I kind of projected on my salary cap episode, my solo on Thursday, that that was probably about the same number. That fit into kind of the game plan that I worked out in that, you know, that mock, that amateur cap management that I that I went on to hit. So this is possible. It's possible to do. It's just going to take a lot of players kind of understand that they've got to play ball with the franchise the way that Tom does, the way that Levante already has, the way that Mike Evans is willing to in order to make it all happen. Yeah, I mean, I I was a little surprised that Ian Rappaport had said that he was going to be surprised if Shaq Barrett didn't come back to the Buccaneers. We've heard a lot about, you know, Shaq's going to break the bank. He's going to try to make as much money as he possibly can, yada, yada, yada. It seemed like he had one foot out the door already. And so to hear Ian Ian Rappaport say that, I know a lot of Buccaneers fans are going to be excited about that. They're going to be happy about it, but it's still not done. 
just because he's basically saying that they are the favorites and he would be surprised if they don't get something done before free agency starts. Remember, if they don't get something done by Sunday, other teams can start calling Shaq Barrett and they can start talking to him on Monday when that um, open negotiating window begins or legal tampering, however people want to uh, want to phrase it. So great stuff from me and Rappaport, a little bit of reinforcement of stuff we already knew, but some nice information about Shaq Barrett, you know, the Bucks going to be spending quite a bit of money. And of course they could save a little money by fixing up their own cars and uh, not having to pay mechanics or do it because one reason to repair or maintain your cars is to save money that you can use for other important things like pro bowl edge rushers and, you know, three techniques and, and nose tackles and, you know, big guys named Sue. Uh, why would you choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Don't do that. Head over to our friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choosing the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Don't do that. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of Locked on Bucks podcast. And look, betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. And if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, they give you the daily picks, the pullout specials, the wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. And if you haven't heard that show yet, what a great time to dive in. March Madness. Are you kidding? We got all the conference tournaments going on right now. We're going to have the big tournament coming up in just a week. Selection Sunday this weekend. And just, you know, just go to betonline.ag, bet on Illinois to win it all, because that's what's going to happen, David. I mean, I can see it happen. They're so good, and I love it. Wednesday, I was not here. And Yusef decided to send in the most James-centric would-you-rather question of all time. Why he did that to me, I, I don't know. But David, you chose WandaVision. And quick refresher, how is it that the Mandalorian is the Packers and WandaVision is the Bucks? So it's not so much that the Mandalorian itself is the Packers. It's the Star Wars series. Like even when there's like a new quote unquote Packers team, like, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got Brett Favre, you got Devontae Adams, or you got, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of Antonio Freeman, right? That's one of the their their previous good receivers and all this stuff. It's still like, it's still the Green Bay Packers. Like it's never really a facelift or a new look. You know what I mean? Like there's never like a new style. It's just, it's kind of more of the same and it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like it's good. And it's, it's time, you know, it's classic for a reason. 
but it's still just it's just kind of the Green Bay Packers, and that's kind of when I see a Star Wars products, it's like okay, it's new, it's it's a little bit different, guy, but it's 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 still Star Wars. Like there's really nothing really to it. But when you look at Marvel, that's where you compare it to the Buccaneers because you've got like classic Marvel and you've got classic Buccaneers. And some people hate you know some of the movies and they hate some of the chapters in the story and all that stuff. And they hate some of the characters. And then there's some classic ones from from older. And then there's some newer ones that are kind of revealing themselves. But then you see like the last two years, and especially this last year, that you have a new Buccaneers team that's kind of reviving everything and still kind of keep because everybody's like, what's the next step? And is it going to be any good? Is it really going to live up to all the hype? And you saw in the beginning of the season, right? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers kind of got off to a slower start than everybody would like, especially in the first quarters of a lot of these games. And so people were kind of questioning, like, is this is this new direction really going to work out? And then, boom, they hit their stride, and it turns out to be amazing. That's WandaVision, man. Like, WandaVision started off slow, but at, at the end, it, it just kind of ramped up, and it's a totally new angle on the Marvel story, yet it is still Marvel. So that's, that's Buccaneers versus Packers, man. All right, well, first off, if we're going to – compare Star Wars to a franchise, I'm going to say it's the Steelers. They started winning championships in the 70s, and they've been contenders ever since. But the answer for me, obviously, is the Mandalorian, and I loved WandaVision. I love the MCU. I love it all. I absolutely adore Elizabeth Olsen. I think she does a phenomenal job. Paul Bettany as Vision is awesome. But it's the Mandalorian. And what the Mandalorian has now done is, and spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched it, and I apologize, it has opened the door for so many more stories. We've seen a beloved animated character turn into live action thanks to Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka. She's getting her own spinoff. And now my all-time favorite character is going to be included. And he was only around in books. Then they turned him into a cartoon. Now he's going to be in the Ahsoka series. And that, of course, is Thrawn. They brought back Luke Skywalker. They, they've they opened so many doors with this now. And the way that it's shot, how, how just dramatic and gritty and then the moments of of laughter it's just it's the best streaming series out there yeah i mean i hear you but i mean you know look jordan love is, is coming up you know what i mean that he's gonna be in the new chapter of the packers and then aaron jones is getting a spinoff in free agency this year i mean it's it's green bay packers man it's still it's still packers but at least we live in a world where i don't have to choose i get both well and the other thing is and this may debunk your your Buccaneers comparison. Not happening. One division's not getting a season two. That's it. It's done. So are you saying the Buccaneers are a one and done team, and now they're going to go back to kind of just being nothing off of the side because the Mandalorian is going to keep going. We're getting a Boba Fett show out of it. Like it's just going to keep growing and growing. So it sounds to me, David, like you hate the Buccaneers. No, I said Marvel is the Buccaneers. No, you're you're. you're, you're you're twisting the 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 example. The Buccaneers are Marvel. The Packers are Star Wars. WandaVision was this season. Mandalorian was this season. That's the analogy. Don't try to turn people against me. You heard it here. David hates the Buccaneers. All right, David, we got another question we got to get to because we're running out of time, and we know that I can talk Star Wars for the next 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, some of us know. Some of us owe more than others. That's me. Wow. Hey guys, it's Leighton in Tampa. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, quick question for you, just doing some thinking. And after a year of COVID already and going into this year's draft, of course, having the 32nd pick, so totally new, um, uh, new landscape for us that we've had, than we've had in a while. 
I wonder how do you think the these virtual meetings um, are are going to affect the draft? And what I mean by that is normally, um, obviously, there's the combine and things. You hear about all of the different meetings that normally take place there, but now we may or may not get a report of virtual meetings um, happening with different players. You know, we've had a couple come out. I think offensive line has been one, and uh, recently the wide receiver uh, trash running back out of UCLA. But um, do you think the Bucks buzz, so to speak, would be different on players or maybe to players that the Bucks um, really like may go under the radar and not really be known as much to, I would say, national media or even necessarily local media. Um, so we're just thinking about that this morning and wanted to know your thoughts. Have a great day and go Bucks. All right, Leighton, buddy, good to hear from you. Thanks for the question. And, yeah, I mean, this year's NFL draft is going to be different than any other NFL draft. And I know we said that last year, but this year is even more different because last year, like you said, Leighton, there was an NFL scouting combine. There was a meeting of the minds and, and a mass collection of prospects for everybody to look at. So they were able to do those things this year. They don't have that. The Senior Bowl was the closest thing to have. They have had some pro days. And, and you know, I heard a story that all 32 teams were at Clemson's pro day for, for Trevor Lawrence, and, and that's great. Um, but I think it is going to be different from a media standpoint. I think what you're going to find out is what your media members really think about the team that they're covering, because the players that they start targeting are really going to be uh, reflective of that. You know, if, if we hear locked on bucks are saying, no, running back, running back, running back, then it kind of shows you how much confidence we have in Ronald Jones as an RB one. And then Keyshawn Vaughn as an RB two, so on and so forth. So I think that's really what you're going to get out of this year's draft because uh, James, and you can confirm this, at the scouting combine, every single player sitting at a table, a podium, or whatever gets asked one the same question. Who have you talked to? Who have you had an official meeting with? And that's how you get most of this quote-unquote official meeting information is through those channels. We don't have those. Like, you can't just send out a mass text or, or email to all you know eligible college players that who have you had an official meeting with. So really, Unless the NFL puts in a mechanism where it has to be reported or the teams report it themselves or the players come out and say, I've been, I've had an official quote unquote meeting with this team. We're not going to know all that information. And that gives you a little bit, usually an idea of where the team is looking, where the team is going to go. So I think that's really the big difference is you're going to find out who the media thinks your team needs to target, what they think of the team. And then at the draft, we're going to see a lot more incorrect predictions than I think we ever have before because then we're going to find out who the team thinks they should target and those things may not jive. Yeah, the the only other thing that I'll add to that real quick, David, is we also, at the Combine, you get a lot of the free agency talks going there, even though it's quote-unquote illegal. That's where a lot of it starts to happen and a lot of these deals start to get hammered out. The other thing is, is... Without the combine, with the way we're doing things virtually, with the individual pro days and all that, it's going to be tougher for teams to gauge what other teams are going to do. So, you know, we're going to see probably like last year, there's not going to be a whole lot of trades going on. Teams might be a little bit afraid to move down in case, you know, there's some unexpected team that wants to go after a position that, that they are targeting. It'll it'll be interesting for sure. But yeah, in, in this world nothing's normal anymore. 
And the way the NFL has to approach this, honestly, it, it makes it even more enticing and even more exciting to watch than it did before. But with that, David, we have got to get out of here. Thank you to Yousef and Layton for the calls. Yousef, appreciate the would you rather. Layton, always appreciate you calling in and asking questions. Coming up on Monday, we are going to wrap up our question of the week where we asked you, salary cap is no object. You're playing Madden. You turn the salary cap off. What one free agent would you like to see the Buccaneers add to the team and why? Go ahead and send those answers in to 813-444-5841 or record a voice memo, type it out, send it over to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com and make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.